0: You are listening to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, your go-to source for unlocking your true soul purpose and unleashing it into your business. I'm your host, Coach Holly Marie, and I'm a reformed old-school business strategist turned spiritual business coach. I'm now helping you to tap into your spiritual power and build it into a business that not only changes the world, but brings you abundantly flowing money while you do it. Stay tuned for an epic show ahead and be sure to share your listening experience on Instagram, tagging me at coach holly marie so i can share the love now grab your crystals light some sage and let's get hunting for purpose hello hello my beautiful listener welcome back to another episode of the hunting for purpose podcast today you've got me myself and i for this solo episode and It's a bit of an episode that quite frankly is still a bit of a jumble in my head. I am definitely a manifester who is in a rest cycle, hanging out over here in my own little bubble. I'm feeling physically quite tired at the moment. I really am struggling to um, connect with my creativity, to connect with people and engage with the world around me, as is the trademark, I guess, of our rest cycles. But this message is, is urging itself to come forward in this format, in this podcast. So I am trusting that the message is coming at the right time And please bear with me for any moment that I'm not quite articulate, any moment that I need to kind of backtrack or check myself with what I'm saying. But um, what I really want to talk to you about is this, this fusion point. There's this real kind of little crossover point, I think, personally in my journey over the last year, really throughout 2020. And this is the crossover of the energetic identity of being a manifester and everything that that entails with, you know, the way that we operate in the world, how we function in business, how we function in our families, the things that we're drawn to, the things that we need to do to understand ourselves and manage ourselves. And then also, how does that all fit into the coaching industry? How does that fit into the online coaching industry? And, Admittedly, for a really, really long time, I thought that this was just my journey. I thought that this was just something about me. I grew. If you listen to an episode, a few episodes back, you might, you might have, you might not have. But let me give you the little rundown. Um, I moved out of my own brick and mortar business uh, about three years ago. It was a very, very remarkably difficult experience. I, I constantly get more understanding about that as I reflect on that and and deepen my awareness of what happened. But I took a brick-and-mortar business out of liquidation and in 12 months built it to a $1.2 million annual turnover business. Uh, After two years, we sold that business amidst a lot of stress, a lot of chaos, a lot of heartbreak. I was very, very sick. And when I left there, I really wanted to step into my own business again, but I wanted to do it protected. I didn't want to do it in the brick and mortar space anymore. I was hurt. I was damaged. And I chose to come into the online space and went into that steep learning curve because it is a real difference. Doing business in the online space is a really, really different way of doing things. So I was a newbie along with everybody else and quickly kind of found my way into coaching. I moved from blogging and then into a bit of self-help. And then I found my way into coaching and refined myself from being a business coach to then being a spiritual business coach, really fusing my my love and my sensitivity and my passion to spirituality and being a spiritual teacher, as well as all of my years and years of knowledge and experience in business. Um, And I really grew successfully as a spiritual business coach. Within a year, under a year, I went from earning zero dollars as a spiritual business coach to having a six figure business, bringing in fifteen to twenty thousand dollars reliably every single month. Um, I was getting sell out launches, I had a full roster of clients, I had a wait list of clients, Um, I had coaches myself, I was part of masterminds, I was traveling, uh, you know, to the United States and going to mastermind retreats and connecting with other people. I was being sought after, you know, for my advice on these things and, and being paid well for it. And at the beginning of this year, it was around uh, end of February, March this year, I came to an energetic place, a place in my spiritual journey where I knew that I could no longer ignore all of the truths that I was seeing in the coaching industry and how they really did not seem right. To me, how there was a lot of um, a lot of beliefs, a lot of frameworks and, and structural values that had leached through the coaching industry, and it was just kind of coiling outwards. You know, it was just sort of expanding at this rapid rate and creating a lot of toxicity, a lot of very hurt people, a lot of damaged people along the way, and and it was almost like it was this uncontrollable monster. You know, all of these things that I was seeing in the coaching industry around money, around success, around um, branding, um, this presentation of yourself as a public figure, there were so many things that I was seeing that I could just no longer ignore. I could no longer push them under the rug. I could no longer come to terms with being a participant in that industry myself, which led me to the the understanding and the revelation in you know, that moment of epiphany of of coming to know. I don't actually want to be a coach. (laughs) And as a manifester, I don't believe that coaching is something that is aligned for our energy. It certainly was not aligned for my energy. I constantly found it exhausting. I was always tired from having to engage with people, connect with people, hold space for people, bring people into my closed energetic aura. And all of those things You know, the engagement, the connection, the holding space, the bringing people in, the explaining yourself, the constant teaching, the always being go, 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 always being on social media, always launching a new program, doing things, you know, know, project six months ahead, project out all of your launches, make sure you're scaling your income. All of that was so at odds with my manifesto energy and was so triggering to me that I was constantly angry. I was constantly angry and resentful. And also rapidly coming to the understanding that although I had success, success never felt good to me. That was, a, that was a great moment, a difficult moment, but a great moment of realizing the coaching industry is driven by success. And as a manifesto, I don't want success. I want peace. And I was trading peace for success, receiving success, and then not wanting it. Feeling this sense of of emptiness and hollowness, so I've kept that quite under wraps for a while. I mean, I've been very public about um, you know breaking down my coaching business, what that looks like. For those of you who are listening, who've been on the journey, you will have seen all of that transition and that transformation, all the messiness of it as I've gone through it. Um, and I've shared some of my my opinions and my beliefs and my insights around all of that, but I think. You know, what I haven't shared about is really this, this fusion, this crossover of what does it mean for manifestors in the coaching industry? What does this actually mean for us, uh, you know, having this, this manifestor energetic archetype and working within these difficulties and these conditionings and these beliefs and this energy of the online coaching industry? Because I feel now... Now that I speak to so many manifestors, know that I now that I have this this beautifully rapidly growing community of manifestors around me, who all come to to learn and and to um, understand each other, which is so beautiful. And I'm so thankful that you're all here taking in these insights. It's made me realize that that was not my own personal journey. That wasn't just me that there are so many manifestors who are trying to make it in the coaching industry and feeling this struggle or there are manifestors who are going through the journey that I went through at the beginning of this year, you know, having a successful coaching business and then thinking, hold on, I'm not even enjoying any of this. And I I want to share about that. I want to share about that, but I want to I preface all of this by saying – if you are a coach and you are a manifester or you are you want to be a coach and you are a manifester, I am in no way saying that you cannot be successful. In fact, I'm saying that you can be successful doing this. But what I'm questioning here and, and what I'm bringing out into the world in this message through this particular podcast episode is questioning whether or not that's really the most aligned thing for you or is it perhaps that it has seemed attainable? Is it perhaps that you have bought into a lot of that shininess, a lot of the the illusion of the coaching industry? Because here are the things that I learned about coaching. The coaching industry is built um, on a couple of really, really wobbly foundations, all right? The coaching industry is built on a completely unregulated framework and that gives way in a beautiful sense to a lot of very creative entrepreneurs. It means that there is, there's sort of no limitation in the online coaching industry. You can be whatever you feel called and compelled to be. It means that we get people coming through in the coaching industry who perhaps don't have the master's degree, but really do have these amazing skill sets and these amazing energies and experiences to share with people in profound ways. On the flip side of that, being an unregulated industry means that there are zero consequences and no accountability whatsoever for people who take advantage of that. And that's what we see really, really spiraling out of control. People are simply popping up as a coach and labeling themselves as a coach, as a life coach um, who, you know, is perhaps still struggling with addiction or, you know, emotional Patterns of behavior that are really damaging. We see people popping up as business coaches; they've never owned a business before in their life. We see parenting uh, people popping up as parenting coaches who are not parents themselves. We even see people popping up as human design coaches who, you know, perhaps have have just gained Google knowledge on human design. They haven't really delved further into it. So. There is this out of balance state in that alone. And what that does is that it creates this really kind of wild atmosphere in the online coaching industry where people can say anything or do anything with absolutely zero consequence. So there is no regulation on pricing. People can charge whatever pricing they want. They can create whatever policies they want around that pricing and around the service that they're offering. We see that in no other industry ever in the world. It's really unique to the online coaching industry. So we can see a coach who has labeled themselves as a business coach, perhaps has been going for less than six months in this new role, and they're charging $15,000, $20,000 for a mastermind, all based on you know the value of what I'm teaching is worth this money. But what the truth is, what the reality is, is that it's often not. So you could pay $100 to a business coach for the same knowledge that you are paying $20,000 to this other coach for simply because they put a different price ticket on it. I feel that just as a consumer in the online coaching space, that creates a whole lot of fucked up conditioning. <laughs> we, we have an online coaching industry that is built essentially on privilege, It's built on this completely white privileged belief system that we can have whatever we want, be damned the consequences. It doesn't matter if it hurts other people. It doesn't matter if we get this simply by virtue of our own privilege right, that we have access to Instagram, that we have this unregulated ability to give ourselves a label, that we are operating within an industry that allows us to charge whatever the heck that we want, where we're in fact even operating in an online industry where we are being taught by other people how to be manipulative in sales tactics, right? This is this is all white privilege. This actually is the colonial archetype. I can take whatever I want, be damned the consequences. The layer that has been added on in the online coaching industry is that it's now being whitewashed with spirituality. So now all of this behaviour has grown into a monster. It's grown into a beast that has, a, a I guess, like a, a coat of paint over the outside It's got this shiny brushstroke that's been taken to all of it. And we add on terms like higher self, higher you, next level you, manifestation. You know, we're putting in all of these very spiritual terms and I'm air quoting my fingers right now. We're putting in spiritual terms that are so skewed from what these spiritual terms actually mean But what it does is that it makes this toxicity of the coaching industry, this white privilege, it makes it so much more palatable and it makes it so much more acceptable. And so we each come in from the outside and we see that brushstroke, we see that illusion, that veneer, that golden ray of light over the coaching industry and we say, wow, everything looks possible there. Look at this. I can I can get that money that I need. I can express things creatively how I want. I can, you know, make something of myself. I don't have to be stuck in the 9 to 5. I don't have to be doing things the way that other people do them. And particularly as manifestors, this is so damn appealing to us. So damn appealing, because first and foremost, as manifesters, we fucking hate being told what to do. <laughs> and in a job, in a role as an employee where we're constantly told what to do, we get really angry, really fast, and it's very hard to break free from that. And so the concept of running our own business seems amazing, because we are creative we are leaders, we are visionaries, we do want freedom, we crave freedom, we crave space. And the online coaching industry almost hands all of that to us on a silver platter. But when we get into it, we quickly begin to notice that we are struggling to succeed, we are struggling to feel really good about it, Because the energy of the online coaching space is driven by our beautiful projector and sacral friends. It's the generators, the manifesting generators, and the projectors that really, really thrive within the coaching industry. The projectors have this ability to penetrate, to to see things in detail, to connect with people, to understand systems, to teach, to guide, to lead. They make amazing coaches very naturally. The generators and the manifesting generators are profoundly good at responding and engaging. They have the energy to operate in the social media space, you know, to connect, to engage, to respond. They have the ability to, you know, hold group programs, to have a full load of clients, to be constantly responding, constantly engaging, constantly lit up by what is happening around them. They are driven by completion, by productivity that gives them this sense of satisfaction. And so immediately as manifest as we step into this space and we say, well, I can't I can't do details like the projectors can. So I fail there. And I feel really angry and really tired when I'm constantly responding and constantly engaging. So I'm failing there. And I'm really lit up unexpectedly. I'm lit up by whatever urge comes to me at whatever time it does. And to do anything with that, I need to have a whole bunch of freedom and a whole bunch of space and a whole bunch of like quietness and silence and stillness. I need people to get out of my way. I don't want to explain myself. I don't want a sales pitch. I don't want to go out and find people. I don't don't want to manipulate people into believing that they should buy what I've created. I simply want to create when the urge comes to me to create. And everything in the coaching industry says that if you do that, if you operate that way, you will fail. And so you must change yourself in order to succeed. And as a person, as a manifester who did change myself, let me make you a really open and sincere promise here. You can change yourself to fit what is required to succeed in the coaching industry. And you are able to succeed. I succeeded. I changed myself. I behaved like a manifesting generator. I behaved like a projector. I behaved like a generator. I did all of those things. I played the game. I did all of those belief systems, all of those cycles, all of those systems. I learned all of the things and I succeeded. You know, I hit the marks. I did what we are all meant to do in the coaching space. I hit all of those metrics. And it was so empty for me that it was crushing. And this is what I hear from Manny's so often now. That they are struggling to keep up in the coaching industry. Or they are doing what they need to do to play that game, to play the coaching game, but they they're not even. Feeling peaceful about it. They're, they're getting the success. They're, they're getting the supposed satisfaction, and it doesn't feel right. They're looking at other coaches and saying, okay, well, as a manifester, I'm just going to do it differently. I'm going to play it my own way. I take my hat off to that. Do it your own way, Manny. Do it your own way. But what I also hear from these manifestors, which is very reflective of my own experience, is that even when you do that, there is no sense of peace. There is no sense of freedom, which leads me to believe that the way that the coaching industry is structured, the way that the coaching industry works, the toxicity that it's built on, even in its best light, the energy that is required to play the game of being a successful coach is so at odds with the manifesto energy that it is not an aligned place for a manifesto. I do not believe that the online coaching industry is an aligned place for manifesto energy. I find that just as challenging to say to myself as I do to say that to other people because I look back at my own journey. I look back at how much I had to put into it to create that, that coaching archetype, to be that successful coach. I look at the time that that took, the energy that took, the money that that took. I look at all of those things and I, I have a, a, a sense of anger at myself. This is definitely, you know, a reflection of the shadows in one of my splenic gates as a splenic manifester that uh, I'm not I'm not afraid of failing, but I'm afraid of being a failure. I feel guilt when I myself have been a failure. Yeah. And so it's for me, it's not a question of success or failure. It's a question of was this right for me? And if it was not right for me, then I feel like a failure. And, and so that's why it's kind of hard for me to spit those words out. It's hard for me to spit the words out and say, look, for manifestors, coaching is not an aligned place for us. And I, I feel that maybe for a lot of other manifestors, that's also difficult to hear. And at the same time, I have a lot of manifestors that come to me and say, wow, I'm really kind of in recovery from the coaching space it hurt me. It damaged me. It, it really put me out of alignment. I really struggled with it. And now, now I'm in this deep rest. Now I'm in this recovery. Now I'm questioning myself. I'm doubting myself. And so I'm recording this episode because I want, I want to trigger this, this thought, I want to trigger this conversation and, and, you know, use this wisdom and use this personal experience to perhaps make you reflect on your own situation in a different light definitely open, open Ajna here talking. And at the same time, I want to speak to those people who, who have been damaged by those people who have been hurt by being a manifester in this coaching space. Those people who are in deep recovery, those people who are perhaps still in it and are are struggling and flailing and um, really doubting yourself and, and not sure where to go next. I'm, I'm recording this because I want to bring you into gathering. I want this episode to be a a place a permission slip a sending out of love to say I see you and what you feel is not wrong this this is not about you you are not a failure you have not failed you did not make the wrong decision you have just experienced what a lot of the rest of us as manifestors have experienced in the coaching industry. And that is absolutely okay. Let this be a beacon. Let this be a light. Let this be, as always in all human design, let this be a giant ass permission slip to you. (laughs) Let this be a permission slip to you to say, it is okay if you want to leave coaching. It is okay if you already left because it just didn't feel right for you. It is okay if you have thought about going into coaching but just can't kind of find your way into it. It's okay if you got in there and you did one sold-out program and then decided you didn't really want it. It's all okay. Running business is not exclusive to online coaching. You can work as a business owner in the online space in a multitude of other capacities This is not lost. This pathway is not lost. You can still do this with freedom. You can do this with space. You can do this in a way that follows your creative urges. Heck, honey, you can even build a six figure, successful, thriving coaching business with staff members, with a multitude of clients, with people relying on you, people coming to you. You can build all of that and then shut it down and then walk away. You can be that manifester at the edge of the collective doing things that people don't understand but knowing that ultimately it is absolutely right and it serves you and it serves the collective. You can do this whatever stage you are at and if you are a manifester who wants to stay in the coaching industry, honey, you can do that too. Know that what you are struggling with, I see I see why you struggle with it. I understand and I cheer you on. I cheer you on. If you want to keep going, you keep going. Trust yourself. Trust your instincts. Trust that you know where you need to be, doing what you need to do and being how you need to be. That is the glorious beauty of being a manifester. And we all struggle with doubt around that. We all struggle with our own sense of self-doubt. So take this message. If you're listening, take this message today. I don't know what part of your journey you happen to be at, but wherever your journey is with being a manifester and being in the coaching industry, know that this place, this community, um, join me on Instagram. I'm at Marie. There's a thriving manifester community there, but this, this community of manifestors, we see you. And we understand you inherently and we support you and we love you. Make the decisions that you need to make knowing that other people trust you and you can trust yourself. All right. That is all that I wanted to say about that. I am going to wrap this podcast episode up. It's definitely a lot longer than what I would normally record. So, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being here. I would love to connect with you. So please, please, please leave a review here on iTunes. Take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to this. Share it on social media. Tag me. I'm at the Holly Marie. That's Marie, M A R E E. Please tag me. Please share me. Reach out. Send me a DM. Send me an email. I love to connect with you, especially if you're a manifester and really just. Um, just love on you and just be manies together. You know, we're a very, very special breed and we understand each other. And sometimes we just need that pick me up of being understood by someone else. So whatever you are going on to with the rest of your day or your night, I am sending you so much love. I am sending you so many blessings and so much just recognition and joy for exactly who you are. Thank you so much for being here listening and until next time, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting for Purpose. If you loved this episode, don't forget to take a photo or a screenshot, jump on over to Instagram, and tag me at Coach Holly Marie on your stories or your posts so that I can share the excitement with you. We will definitely be meeting again on the next episode, but until then, keep hunting for your purpose, babe.